All right, we are back with another episode of The Buzz. Follow us, Gospel Music Buzz, and all social media platforms. Today is a very special episode. It's the first one kicking off the new season, and we're here with the artist form. I always wanted to say this, the artist formerly known as the truth <laughs> now, Emmanuel, West Philadelphia, born and raised. Hey. And I'm not going to start spitting anything. Good one, but, let's go. Emmanuel, welcome, welcome to the show, brother. How are you? Oh, man, super honored. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Awesome. I mean, listen, man, I know there's a lot of new things that's happening in this season here. You know, oh, we sure. got the new name, the new album, a lot of new you know, a lot of new performances and so forth that's happening. The new project, yeah. your 12th studio album, just even yeah. letting that sit in, you know, Jesus had 12 yeah. disciples, you Come got on. albums. Like, Come on. <laughs> how, how important is it, you know, the all the work and everything that went into the new project, Emmanuel? Um, you know, it's really important. It's been a three-year long process. It started in the pandemic. Um, really significant. Uh, detail to think about this project is built everything from scratch um, much like uh, actually a, a lot a few of my albums have been like this uh, big mm -hmm. picture we built from scratch and open book we built from scratch because I am a musician first so that's one yes. thing people don't know I'm a musician first and so built this album from scratch um, the album is really um, I think it's a special record you know one of my most high profile albums, you know, a lot of big names that I'm excited opportunity to um, marry two worlds, you know, mm -hmm, me mm -hmm. and PJ Morton's world and me and Kim Burrell's world. And just being able to do that, um, me and Aaron Cole's world, because he's a younger demographic, you know, yeah. so um, yes, I think it's a really significant album. I think it's an important album um, creatively, sonically, it's complicated. It was an album I put out a couple of years ago, mm -hmm. and I thought that was one of my most important albums from the vantage point of speaking right into the heart of the conversation that the culture was having at the time. This, I think, is one of the most important albums because it, it, um, I think, it has the ability to shift the, uh, shift the sonic um, palette. I think of Christian mm. hip hop. Because um, I do think Christian hip hop is very kind of um, pigeonholed in some ways, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, has certain kind of sonic echo chambers and probably about three of them in total. And uh, what I always like to do is just keep pushing the envelope sonically until yes. people catch on and in hopes that, you know, I expand it to the point in which people will begin to have a taste for, oh, something fresh, something different, different sound, different approach, different uh, mode of expression. So important in a lot of different ways. Yeah. And, and it's, it's so interesting that you that you said that, right? Because, I mean, I fortunate enough, I was able to listen to the album. And really, this is one of those things like it really takes you. You mentioned the word sonic. It really. Really takes you on a sonic journey. Throughout because kind of going through, you mentioned you know, a lot of the collaboration that are there, you know, with the with the Kim Burrell collaboration, with the collaboration with Rich Tolbert, Tamala Man. There's a lot of collaboration, you know, and as you're listening to it, it's basically painting this picture, right? Because you're going through all great songs. Honestly, I'm going through it and I'm trying to think, you know, which one would be my favorite. I can't say one. I would say, you know, there's several of them. You got the OG Fred Hammond on there, you know, Ankis there, and then even listening oh. to the song with you, 
you know, with you and Dante, that's kind of like even like a war cry in it of itself, right? And then Kim Burrell come on there with, you know, you mentioned, you know, free free from likes and comments. And there's a lot of, you know, there's a whole lot of thing we can go through there. And then, you know, then you kind of sneak in Tamil man with those hymns <laughs> in between. I'm listening. I'm like, oh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. So the album yeah. all throughout is such, such, such a great project. And then wow. with the with with the name, I mean, I have to ask, you know, I mean, it is still your name. It's not like you came out of the blue right. with a random name, but everyone kind of looked at you, looked at the truth, know everything from the truth. But what made you decide with this new, you know, album that you're releasing that you're going to also go with the new moniker? Well, with, your, think, with your birth name, I should say. Birth name. Yeah, I think it's just time, you know, um, the truth. Uh, although uh, uh, the truth is a big part of who I am, that um, that moniker feels more like a caricature of me today. Mm-hmm. Um, Emmanuel feels more like the complete version of me. Yeah. Um, and I think the truth represents a time. It represents kind of somebody who has the answers and Emmanuel is kind of somebody who's like, I don't know. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. The truth represents to me somebody who um is a little more black and white, whereas Emmanuel is a bit more nuanced, a little a bit more uh, I could see a little bit more gray than I did maybe in times past. Um so I think Emmanuel the name change is just consistent with where I am in this, you know, in this season of my life. I really feel more, mm-hmm. um, I feel more stripped down. I feel more like a person, like myself, I than that. I do a character. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and, and and again, and even the lyrics to a lot of these songs, right? That was written, a lot of these songs you collaborated on, like in the one in the dark, right? You mentioned the best picture gets developed in the room. JC <laughs> for the ground power to the tube. I mean, this listening to the thought <laughs> process that is put into there, and kind of like, oh wait, okay, I see developing pictures in the dark, but like the whole thing, yeah. the new name, the new direction but also even you know bridging that gap right between the older as well as the newer generation of the culture of chh because you were mentioning something about you know kendrick lamar that you know there's the 40s the 50s the 60s can still show up to his concert so someone shouldn't age out when it comes to chh when it comes to the culture so touch a little bit on that because i think yeah i think yeah i think that's really been a thing of mine um since vet so about 2018 i started having this conversation and man i just think we um i think you know christian hip-hop has um has been pigeonholed in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. not just Mm -hmm. sonically not just creatively but i think that it's been pigeonholed demographically Yes. And I think a lot of that, you know, you heard me probably talk about it before, has happened as a result of um, the culture not really being given the gatekeepers not helping the culture to grow Mm -hmm. with the genre. Mm -hmm. 
uh, because the gatekeepers have tried to keep it as a young man's sport. Yeah. And, and just like in mainstream hip hop, all the young men got mortgages now. Yeah, this <laughs> is true. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, and so what happens is two things happen. They people don't know the the listeners, the audience doesn't know that they have permission to grow with the genre and be mm -hmm. in the 50s and 60s and still love it. Um, in the same way that they love somebody in the mainstream in their 40s and 50s and 60s. Yeah. Um, and because they don't know that they can still love it, that means that the demographic stays young. The demographic the graphic that listens to it stays young, which in turn forces the artists to keep their music in a youthy space. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we end up on this vicious cycle and this vicious cycle of, you know, um, artists not being get not feeling like they have the freedom to expand and grow beyond whatever they've been doing because yeah. the audience won't grow and the audience won't grow because the gatekeepers mm -hmm. never really taught them that this was something this this genre is not limited to you know the teen the teen you know what generation y and z yes. and so <laughs> And so I think, you know, I've taken it upon myself to just keep continue to have this conversation out loud um, to say we're getting older, but we ain't dead. Like we. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. We still, we still like the music. We still like, like the culture. I mean, we yeah. still love hip hop. That's the thing. We're getting mm -hmm. older, but we still love hip hop. And I think I just think that the, the audience has to know they have permission that it's OK, that there's a green light. They have the green light to enjoy, to come to the concerts, to. Be a part, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I ain't a little Uzi yeah. Bird, so we ain't gonna be in there, you know. <laughs> but, but, but that's just the, that's to the point, you know. The point is, mm -hmm. you know, I'm creating music now that you listen to, um, yes. and that music I'm creating music that you experience, not just even listen to. Um, and this is this part of my journey is for everybody my age and even beyond. So. I, I I love that man. Listen, yeah. I know we're we're a little pressed on time, but the yeah. new the new project right now, Emmanuel, in partnership. I know it's in partnership as well with uh, Mixed Bag uh, Entertainment. It's going to yeah. be dropping this Friday, Friday the twenty seventh, all digital platform. And guys, if you've been rocking with Emmanuel over these twenty plus years rocking with the truth over these 20 plus years you're going to appreciate this project it steps you through everything there's something in there for everyone and it really truly bridges that gap i can say that 100 percent. i know you also got a few performances coming up you're going to be at hip-hop dx and a few others you want to just let us know where can someone kind of follow kind of track as i know with this new project with all these collabs i can't wait to see what's the call because this is just yeah it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be crazy. crazy well this saturday i'll be in jersey performing um at a church called perfecting saturday night six o'clock and then excuse me um yeah i'll be at the grammys um hip-hop dx is having uh i guess a concert i guess mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. and um i'll be performing there as well i'm excited about that because it's a mainstream stage nice. so i'm really looking forward to that so check me out stay connected with me on my socials the truth on duty Unfortunately, I'm still changing my name over. So right now, it's still the truth on duty. Those are my socials. If you're on Facebook, then it's the truth. And um, yeah, let's stay connected. Keep keep rocking with me. Let's go.
Awesome. Emmanuel, thank you so much for Appreciate you. with us. Salute to you, brother. A lot of Take it easy, man. Have a good one. Bye, man. Take care. Much love. All right. Peace. Hey, y'all, this is William Murphy, and you are watching mm -hmm. gospel music. Buzz. <laughs>